0: The Premier League gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parties to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash wy. NNBET, state restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, February the 13th. And we've got three competitions special here. We've got Premier League on Wednesday, we've got Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday, and then there's a big Europa League game on Thursday as well. So we've got six games to get across, as well as reviewing the weekend's Premier League action. And yeah, to join me, uh, tired and emotional after drinking 400 beers, uh, etc. at last night's Super Bowl party. Uh, Beautifully
1: hosted by yourself, Mr Barry Penaluna. How are you doing? Evening. Uh, I'm not doing great, Malcolm. I'm I'm in a glass case of emotion here. I'm just sat on the sofa. <laughs> you will notice There's no backdrop today. Yeah, you haven't done. You've done fuck all. Couldn't have you've you, yeah, No, I, I be honest, couldn't be on the sofa. So I've got <laughs> the, the laptop on <laughs> the arm of the chair. Um, I am. I'm on the bottle of wine because I'm not ready to move on to normal life yet. But uh, well,
0: just when I, you logged on there, I heard the glug of the wine. I so I couldn't see what was in shot. I heard the glug, 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 glug. I was like, Barry, you're not having a beer, are you? And he was like, No, I've got a glass of wine on. Like he's I haven't had to do the three-hour drive home that you've done today, and I'm well, a broken man things, sitting here uh, like.
1: I was in a passenger seat, so it wasn't. So oh, okay, bad. that's not it was so bad. On the way down, but yeah, obviously for us it was a four o'clock, four thirty in the morning finish, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, well, I reckon I got to sleep about five a.m. Um, and then got kicked out of my hotel in at, at twelve o'clock or something. Uh. Uh, so yeah, struggling, but got home. Back to Nottingham after a three hour drive, lay on the city. Fortunately, the kids and the missus are away for a few days. so I've Oh, nice. Meal, which is nice because I could just lay on the settee and sleep. So I've had another couple of hours sleep this afternoon. Woke up, had a bit of the leftover pulled pork. And a <laughs> hot yeah. Dog, and all the Super Bowl food is still going because we're over catered. we <laughs> catered for about 100, I think, didn't we? And there was, yeah. It was you said there's
0: still about 100 beers left as well at your brother's house, <laughs> isn't, isn't
1: there? Yeah. I'd, I'd, got about 400 beers in I reckon we got through about 300 of them between 20 of us um, Nineteen. <laughs> That's <wasn't>. not bad <laughs> It's not bad It's, it's not bad <laughs> but uh, yeah we, we, my, I opened the fridge this morning there were still 5 kilograms of chicken wings there um, yeah, so we only got through 10 kilos of wings between us um, plenty of bratwurst sausages still a, a, a mountains of bread and fucking all sorts of tons of leftovers but who cares it was a good night uh, good fun was had
0: it was a good night yeah, um, yeah I brought some wings home and um, woke up at sort of lunchtime today came downstairs had three spicy wings immediately went back to bed for two hours woke up then ate the rest of the wings thinking they might level us out uh, and then I've done nothing but just do us but yeah it was a good game 38-35 uh, lots of fun to be had um, we were just talking off air the moon I've hit the big money on the squares um, and I'll tell you what hats off to uh sh- Sean Green for doing the um, post game show uh, Eagles Farm. That's a bad beat if you're a, if you're a supporter. And for him to go on, I mean, he's probably been drinking and eating all day like we'd been. So for him to go on and do that show after the game, I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, and he wasn't. He was quite magnanimous in defeat. Cream. I was trying to needle him, uh, trying to get a rise out of him, but it didn't quite work. But um, I had to. I think it was quite a lucky Super Bowl winner. I didn't know what to bet on at all and I kind of left it a bit late. So just as we're about to kick off, I just stuck 20 quid in the account and put it on uh, Hertz or Mahomes to score the first touchdown, 6-1. to one. Um, And then Hertz goes in with a quarterback sneak. Kenneth Gadewell's one in short. Uh, and then the right was on the wall then. So I picked up a nice little 140 quid there. Yeah, well, uh, I, mean, which I took be... the
1: Eagles and, and looked good for large parts of the game, Eagles. Yeah. And thought I was onto something. Uh, so no good there, but we props done all right. I, I took Hurts anytime. I took Kelce anytime. I took a few of the props on the Eagles receivers. Both AJ Brown and uh, Devonta Smith came in. Um, most of the props, if you're on the overs, most of them got in. Pacheco got his yards. Hurts got his rushing yards. Uh, as I say, all the wide receivers and, and Kelce got his his lane and everything. So the the prop bet. I bet the few good bet builders around yesterday. Uh, yeah. It's and... And Kelsey were obviously a favourite to score touchdowns and stuff like that. So yeah, there was plenty, plenty to be had. Uh, as I say, i you know my main play was on the Eagles, didn't come off. But uh, good game, I enjoyed it. It's a really, really entertaining game.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, before we move on, Baz, do you want to address the elephant in the room, which is the uh, well, the, the no. current location of the uh, beer pong trophy here, because. According to you, there was some controversy surrounding it. Have you let that go yet? Have you been like Sean? Have you been a
1: magnanimous player? No, 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 no. It was, it's, it's still, it was still shameful the way that way it went down. To be honest,
0: it wasn't shameful. I did. Uh, I called my shot last week on the show, and I told you that the uh,
1: Malcolm, the Malcolm B- did win the beer pong tournament, but in controversial circumstances, in the quarterfinal against me, I've got one cup left to hit. Throws me shot, and Malcolm just reaches out, catches the ball, and calls a timeout. What is that all about?
0: I didn't call the timeout. Ricky called the timeout.
1: Nobody can call a timeout. I've got the ball in my hand. I'm taking me shot. There's no timeouts, is there? There's never been timeouts. I took. But the shot. cup was incorrectly positioned. It wasn't, wasn't going it. anywhere. It was you timeout. had about five shots at it. The cup was fine. It, it, exactly. I'd had four shots at that cup in the same position, and then you moved it. You caught the ball and moved the cup. i would just got me line. I've just been getting me range, ready, and you just fucking caught the ball, which is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and then moved your cup into a different position. It was an absolute scandal, and everyone else agrees it was a scandal. No, they so, don't. Uh, that, that victory will forever be tarnished. It'll be remembered in history <laughs> oh, no, as the one that, that, that fucking can't... should never have been like. So they will so be an anyway. next year, name, be sure of that. And, uh, it's yeah, back in there. There's no asterisks on that. No there'll asterisks. Be, there'll be a firming up of the rules next year. There'll be disqualification for that sort of behaviour.
0: Well, I'll win again. And the fact you you knew deep down, Baz, which is why you skulked off quite quietly. Um, right, Super Bowl, done with. Let us... I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I'll do this ad read, Baz. We'll get this out the way. Uh, our headline sponsor, Winbet, the official online sports book got the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet active in a bunch of states. Tons of way to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka Winbet's Build Your Own Bet Great promos, odds and payouts happening right now. If you're ready to play, sign up to receive a special offer. Bet 100, get $100. Limited state availability. Biggest long shot parlor of the week. Get a $1,000 free credit too. go to choose from. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash winbet so they know that Baz and me sent you. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older, present in the state where playthrough wind is available. If you're someone who knows a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Okay, let's head back to Saturday lunchtime then. We whizzed through these um, these Premier League games. Started with a London derby. Uh, West Ham won, Chelsea won. It was a losing pick for me. I took West Ham on the money line. They nearly won it on the end. They had a goal disallowed, but rightly for offside. However, Chelsea had dominated the game early on, um, and probably could have been a two or three in front before West Ham managed to manage to equalise. Um, one thing I did do in this game, I actually watched their new boy Enzo Fernandez really quite closely, and he was excellent. Um, still not sure if that job that he does is a hundred million pound job. Um, I think for a hundred million pound, you want someone who's scoring thirty goals, like rather than just playing in that guard dog position. But then. People like N'Golo they have kind of proved invaluable and league winners in that position. So I did watch him, he was good. And uh, This was also the location of the first horrific VAR decision of the weekend, which it was absolutely millions. What a disgrace this weekend, by So we'll, we'll get to those one by one. But yeah, uh, Thomas Suchek went full length and tipped one round the post in the last minute. Uh, and they just decided it wasn't a handball. In fact, I think it was the bloke who was in charge of VAR who decided that wasn't handball as well um when no one knows what handball is it, it, it's close range it hits your arm is it in natural if your arm's up your arm's down it's absolutely they just pull it out of a half penalty not penalty and then that one which is an obvious move your hand towards the ball he just didn't give it but um ultimately a loser point for each team didn't learn an awful lot about West Ham or
1: Chelsea um what was your pick, Baz? What did you make of this? I, I had the unders, so obviously I was looking. Ah, a there good. you go. Half an hour in, one one or twenty-five minutes in, it was one one. Um, looking a little bit roby, but yeah, cashed the first winner of the week on the first game, so a good start for me with the uh, the, the disallowed go. Uh But yeah, that was definite pain. It was ridiculous. Bad, yeah. Bad start. Uh,
0: and then the headline of the weekend: the three o'clock, the Saturday three o'clock games. There was five of them. And I hit every single one, Baz. Fucking quite unbelievable little run. So we'll go through one at a time. But um, the first one was a team ride. Um, and it was a 4-1 to one winner, Baz. Arsenal won, Brentford won. Um, was happy round about 70 minutes at nil nil. Looked the draw looked good. Then Arsenal got in front, thought they might just nick it. But Brentford equalised. Um, handicapped this really well, both of us. Uh, Brentford defended well. Like, they have been much better lately. Arsenal continue to wobble. There was another terrible VAR decision because uh, the Broke was offside twice in the build-up. One was a little bit dodgy. The second one, he's just offside uh, and equalised from it. But Brentford were value for the draw. one ones a great price pass. Um, and this was some solid handicapping from us. We got this one spot on. Yeah,
1: yeah. To, to both get the draw in that one, as I say, biggest prize winner of the weekend we had, and for us both to be on it was an absolute triumph. As you say, probably a little bit fortunate in the end because that equaliser definitely shouldn't have stood. And I think VAR have sort of held their hands up, haven't they, and said, oh, we forgot, yeah. to, we forgot to look at him. Like, they looked at the f- whether there was a foul in the build or Arsenal, hadn't they? And they just didn't. Yeah. They didn't bother drawing the lines on. Um, <laughs> as you say, it was just a catalogue of errors all weekend, wasn't it? In terms of yeah, we we we'll we'll get to them. That... So, Arsenal will a... right, feel fucking angry about that, and it helps absolutely no one when they come out the next day and say, "Yeah, we did. not no. that wrong. Yeah, sorry about that." Um, it and you might you
0: serious. could probably go back to other things. In Arsenal, might have got a look you one here and there, but. That ultimately might cost them the league, like, do you know what I exactly, mean? Exactly,
1: exactly. It's, it's so, it's so fucking big. fucking outrageous. I mean, a one, you know, we'll come to it, the, the Brighton game was a similar one. Yeah. Brighton are in the hunt for European places, you know, you could say they're still in the hunt for the top four. It, 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 it's sort of, the points, it, it, just two points either way can, can be massive, can't it? It's just an absolute shambles. But yeah, bad for Arsenal. Great for us. Really, really good start to the the weekend's uh, games there. Two from two for me at that stage. Yep.
0: Uh, So next up is that uh, Brighton game. Crystal Palace won Brighton one. I took the cards over four and a half. Bit of a local derby. Thought it would be um, a little bit feisty. Worked out beautifully as well. There was only five cards, but I never felt really in danger. McAllister got booked after six minutes. Uh, Will Hughes, who's a walking yellow card. You can back him every I looked at him before the game. He was seven to four. Um and I was too busy betting other stuff to to get on him. But he got booked after about 15 minutes. And then after that, it kind of never looked in doubt. So I went up the ladder, um, didn't get any higher than over four and a half, but that was the pick at 10 to 11. Um, The other notes I made on this were, eight, awful VAR decision, as you've just... um, mentioned they, they, they drew the lines on the wrong defender this time there was a <laughs> they drew it on one defender but there was another one further Probably back I'm just, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll ignore him and the second observation here is that Palace are absolutely horrible they got an equaliser but only because the keeper dropped it Palace could still be playing now and not a score in that game they're really really struggling I think my handicap before the game was that they might be the most boring team in the Premier League Um And I was watching that game on the dodgy fire stick to to watch these cards and my goodness, they were shite. Um, So, yeah. um, But happy with the cards on that one, Bazin. Like I say, I think you were unlucky not not to get... Was it
1: Brighton goals for you? Brighton Brighton goals, two or more. um, And another week where I've been a little bit frustrated by Brighton and just a little bit unlucky with it because if they get that one earlier on then it it changes things massively doesn't it because it was quite an an early goal I think it was wasn't it that got ruled out Um, but yeah I mean I've been low on Palace ever since the World Cup you know I played down there their form pre-World Cup and and they continue to just be very uninspiring don't they uh, I think yeah
0: I expected a bit more from them really Vieira Vieira had them playing a little bit at the start of the season uh, and he were hoping he might be a coach; he would get them, but they've, they've just reverted the type. So, be interesting to see how they are going forward. So, next up was a my third tick in a row: Fulham to Forest, nil. Easy peasy, this one. Um, Forest did have both centre backs taken off injured in the first nine minutes, so I don't know what difference that made. But we've said one of the three things you need is that little bit of look. Um, but after that, Fulham bloodless win, good goal from William, um, and then they got a second one in the second half, but. Is is comprehensive and as straightforward as a two as 0 home win was ever going to be. I took Fulham at nine to ten and never ever looked in danger in this one, Buzz.
1: Yeah, so I took the under two point five. Fulham had nice. to score in three games. Forrest had hit under two point five five in a row. Um, that's now six in a row for Forrest on the unders. So keep keep riding that one. Four to five for the unders. I just just looked too too good with the the form the two teams are in, and you know proved to be a fairly easy winner. Uh, next up
0: on my heater with Leicester 4 Tottenham 1 I took Leicester on the money line at 23 to 10 Uh, you said Tottenham were bipolar last week Baz that your your Tottenham supporting friend had told you exactly um, as described by yourself they got in front with a horrible goal early on then after that we're in absolute shambles Um, I think we handicapped this perfectly again seeing that Romero missing for Tottenham was huge Madison playing for Leicester was huge Combination of those three, uh, those things. You all, you mentioned Baz Frey as a Foster playing, and not uh, Hugo Lloris. As much as we laugh at Lloris, uh, Foster was poor. But yeah, to to go down four-one, Tottenham absolute shambles. No idea what to do with them at all. But yeah, that was another another great price winner for me.
1: Yeah, that was really good. I mean, the, the thing to see. I mean, you can get some good results, called, good good picks. But I think you to get the draw in the Arsenal game and. Fading a team like Tottenham And then getting You know the other ones There wasn't, wasn't anything fancy about Back in Fulham um, Yeah The Brighton cards is a good pick uh, Who was you know, the other Wolves one we'll come to Again nothing fancy yeah. there But to get the Arsenal draw And the Spurs in particular Those two At good prices Like really really good picks So um, absolutely smashed it I was unlucky I think I, I I took well. I say unlucky I didn't Didn't watch the game But Spurs got their one goal Early on didn't they I he didn't get two uh, but I look at me right up in the game. And I said it exactly about Spurs, you know. They go and get that win against City, but they could go and get beat to Leicester, and it wouldn't be a shock to anybody because that's just the team they are. They can they can go out and win massive games one week and lose it in a shit one the following week. I'm just looking at the stats now to see what. I mean, Tottenham's XG was 1.36. They had a few chances, but nothing major. But yeah, as I say, they got on the score sheet early enough 14 minutes. Benton Kerr scored. Um, he's now out for the season with an injury. Um, so yeah, I was thinking even with uh, Leicester scoring all the goals, I thought Spurs will nick another one at some point, uh, but wasn't a B for me, but uh, yeah, an absolute battering for them. And eight goals in two games for for Leicester, we said, yeah, uh, yeah, how important Madison is. Um, I also appointed uh, Ian Acho and, and how he's in form, yeah. Go. Um, that's two games in a row where Ian Acho and Madison have been sort of influential to, to a good extent, and um, definitely. Something to keep an eye on. Leicester, a little bit of a, a turnaround, and yeah, we'll keep an eye out on them in the coming weeks. Might Maybe I uh, want to follow.
0: Yeah, the fifth one in my little margin then was Southampton one Wolves two. I took Wolves fourteen to nine. Another great price, although uh, twenty minutes in Southampton won one nil up and Wolves have had a man sent off, so I pretty much um, thrown this one away. And then I don't know how Southampton contrived to lose this one. Um, it has led to. Manager Nathan Jones being sacked. Um, we did mention last week that he'd gone a little bit mad um, in his press conference. Um, he went a little bit madder between us doing that show. Have you seen the, the quote about the Welsh girls? He went proper, sort of David Brent or um, out read the read office. What's...
1: i read some stuff, but I not,
0: not, didn't hear it. Um, yeah, he just, I mean, you kind of got what he was saying, but you, you know, he said, I could have stayed in Wales, I could have married a Welsh girl. But nothing against Welsh girls. I want to test myself at the highest level. <laughs> just a fucking <laughs> just a really mad thing to say. Like <laughs> he wants to test himself against the highest level of girls that there is. For us. He's not settling for the Welsh girls. Um so that got him to sack anyway. That was the end of him. Um yeah, awful, awful, awful result. And wolves are going really well when, when I added up my um when I did my super duper computer relegation, I had Wolves getting up towards forty odd points in the they're heading that way, so uh, better days ahead for Wolves. I think Lopetegui's got them playing.
1: Yeah, good pick. As you say, it doesn't look good when they go down to 10 men early on. Interesting one, that, wasn't it? Uh, is, it what, is this a new rule that came in this weekend? Because we've seen it a couple well, of times, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I've never heard of it. I didn't know it had become a thing. But, nope. but now the third man to run at the referee in protest is automatically given a yellow card. So well, it, look, I'd it. never seen it until this...
0: The Ruben has mentioned it in the... Interview, and then it happened yesterday. Is this what you wrote about? Because so it happened yeah. in the game. Yes, and it was almost as a, that referee did it to back up his mate from the day before. He's like, I'm "Oh sure shit!" I'm
1: sure it must have been something new because because we've, we've not heard of it yet this season. No, there's loads of times where players. So I'm sure it's been a new directive that's come down it, this week. It must have been. I'm sure Newcastle did. Newcastle not get one was was Botman or Jolin and not booked for the season. Yeah, I think you're right actually. And it was yeah. they said in the commentary. That's because he's the third man in the referee's face. So you're allowed to send <laughs> two people to kick off. Yeah, you yeah. On send the third. Um, I like the idea. I don't think it's bad at all. I think they'll. No, stop. it will probably work. It will work. It um, will soon stop. If you know, for example, they went mad about the lamina sending off. But if the players have been warned of that ahead of the game, look, this is this is what's going to happen. Then there's, there can be no arguments. But it just seemed to come out the blue and for that to be yeah, three yeah. instances of it this weekend where we've never, ever seen it before, I'm assuming. I should have looked into it, really, but I'm assuming it's been a new directive that's come down where uh want to keep an eye on. Because if it is something new, then cards, bets? Because yeah. they've been used to getting away with it for so long where they can all fucking go berserk to the referee. Uh, we might see a few more cards, so definitely worth keeping an eye on that as well.
0: I mean another way of doing it would be no players are allowed to run and scream at the referee you, yeah like, exactly. you know, like if
1: you're going to put a rule in oh, that's just yeah, uh, yeah. That's what, I heard that's someone a, on the radio uh, saying that like oh so you can send two people to kick off as much yeah. as you the third that's yeah,
0: that's over the top third one. I did pick a winner um,
1: in that one um, I had the overs um, I nice think the, you know the form the form of both teams pointed to the unders but the unders was really short at 8-13 to 13, and I felt like it was a game Southampton had to try and, and go out and get something and um, and big price plus 130 13 to 10 for the overs. Um so yeah decent uh, decent win there.
0: Yeah so that was the the 3 o'clocks so the discord channel was buzzing after that. There was loads of people who'd had loads of winning bets. There was a lot of um, a lot of positivity in the discord channel after that.
1: It's Cooled three, off a little three, bit. Your 3 p.m. picks, Miles, if you if anyone had just got on the afternoon slate. Um and picked out those those five picks there 75 to 1. I think we calculated wow. Um, your five on the three o'clock game so really really good player that
0: absolutely yes thank you very much Baz uh, yeah cooled off a bit the rest of the weekend started with a tea time game Bournemouth won Newcastle won I took Newcastle on the handicap really frustrating game Newcastle didn't play well at all uh, drawing too many games ne- really relying on a clean sheet to win a game because we we're never scoring more than one goal uh, Bournemouth was spirited the best they've played for a little while I do think ultimately that's still rubbish though they just kind of they got a set piece goal and to on. I mean, they could have scored near the end as well. But yeah, a little bit frustrating for Newcastle and uh, a losing pick for me. You took them minus one, but didn't even get your push because Newcastle couldn't get the job done.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a fair result in the end, wasn't it? Bournemouth yeah with the the draw. I mean, Bournemouth might even feel that deserved to nick. It had one cleared off the line. Um, yeah, frust- frustrating game to watch. But um, yeah, no, no good there. Uh, Leeds nil Manchester United 2. I took the over
0: 3.5, having watched the two teams draw 2 2 on uh, last Wednesday night. Um, missed. This was quite tight. Leeds had a go early on. Um, actually, looked like it was going to sort of head towards a nil nil draw, really. Um, I think uh, Rashford eventually broke the deadlock in about 80 minutes, and then they got another one later on. So they got there in the end. Um, Manchester United wore them down without being spectacular. Uh, Rashford continues in grade 4,
1: was a good header, he scored. So yeah, uh, missed for me on that one, Baz. What was yours? miss for me. I also took the goals. Bit of a frustrating one because I have followed Man United team goals most of these last few weeks, and Man United's to nils, Man United handicaps, Man United to yeah. goals, and, and and faded all of them this week in in terms of expecting Leeds to get involved a little bit, and it didn't. Uh, so yeah, not not even close really. Took quite a while, even for the second to go in one, it so the, the overs never really looked uh, looked great. Uh, Manchester
0: City three Aston Villa one took both teams to score this was a good play I was happy with myself here that was even money Um, Manchester City were always winning this game uh, but Aston Villa were always scoring Um, and I think actually if I'm looking back at my notes here did I put up Uh, yeah sorry the pick was uh, both teams to score and Manchester City City to win um, which was 15 to 8 plus 187 Uh, so I've done myself out of a profit there yeah so um. Cause Villa were making chance every 10 minutes Villa were making a decent chance and then Manchester City just always looked like winning the game so um, yeah delighted with that one it just it went exactly
1: the form bus. yeah same for me I took uh, you know I, I relate to City's home form 12 times they've scored 3 or more that's now 13 times um, 8 times scored 4 or more just you know as, as sort of we we'll keep saying City on at the best at the moment. They're still getting the goals against teams like these. These sort of games, every time, they're hitting three goals, pretty much. So, uh, easy payout by half-time. City to score three or more, paid out by half-time. Um, nice and easy. Well done. And finally,
0: game that finished around about 45 minutes ago. Liverpool 2, Everton nil. Took both teams to score. Um, I just couldn't see how Liverpool could keep a clean sheet. Um, however, I think maybe we overestimated Everton. Uh, in the face of one result last week against Arsenal because they were really bad tonight. Really, really bad. Liverpool played well, um, but Everton just showed nothing. And you look at the team, again, like I said, I made that pick last week, got carried away. And then you look at the team tonight, it's Ellis Sims up front, who might be okay in a couple of years, but he's been out on loan at Sunderland. The fact that he was there in the first place tells you that they didn't fancy him as a Premier League striker. We've got Dwight McNeil playing on the left wing, and then loads of six foot four cloggers in behind. Like, if you looked at that team and asked me, is that team going to score? I would have said no. However, it's just anyone can score against Liverpool. And I think Everton's only hope, really, is to score a set piece goal and then defend like bastards. Well, it was nil nil after yeah. half an hour. Tarkovsky yeah, yeah, yeah. hit the post with a header. <laughs> Liverpool break like lightning. And 15 seconds later, a 1 0 up. Jordan Pickford decides to mark the corner flag. For some strange reason, yeah, I know you got two. You can stand in the middle of your goal, Jordan, or you can go and stand over there. I tell you what, I'm going over there. Is what Jordan thought. Um, but yeah, they need goals. Um, Everton's hope is home games against bad teams. I think they've got leads coming up soon. Games like that, uh, where they'll be big and strong and ugly, the crowd will get behind him, and Tarkovsky or Conor will head one in, and they'll win one 0 uh, That's all they've got. Bit better from Liverpool tonight. I enjoyed watching them going forwards. Nunes was good again, Salah looked sharp, and Gakpo did some bits and bobs as well. Jota came off the bench. He's going to be a boost for them. So, uh, yeah, I felt weird about this because I was really, really happy with this pick. And then after about 20 minutes, I just looked at that team and I thought, hmm, what have I done here, like, so uh, what did you make of it?
1: Well, I took Everton, didn't I? Uh, I mean, we both said, wouldn't it? You, you just can't back Liverpool at the moment against anybody. Yeah. Um, once the game got started, you you did feel Liverpool look good. I suppose in play you could have probably got on Liverpool, couldn't you? Because they were looking looking the better side. Everton looked a little bit shaky and all over the place. But yeah, I took Everton just for the bit of value, eleven to two. Um, obviously never got a sniff at that, but I just couldn't have backed Liverpool going into it, and it. I don't know where else I would have gone, there was just nothing, I really struggled yeah. with this team, um, which is why I just took a, a bit of a punt on Everton, but, but yeah, Everton was shit, uh, as, as we'd known before, <laughs> um, but, but we did probably get carried away, just wondering how far they could f- ride on the, uh, you know, the new manager thing, uh, but it turned out it was just one game, and that was it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, right, OK, so that's that done. Decent week then, like I said. I kind of doubled up uh, 100% return on investment if you'd followed myself and you had plenty of winners in there as well, Baz. Um, so, bits and bobs this week. There's one Premier League game, which we, is where we're going to start, because it's a big one, biggest one of the season so far. It's the top two. It's Wednesday night. It's 7.30 kickoff early. Um, so that is two thirty Eastern Time. Arsenal at home to Manchester City, where Arsenal are nineteen to ten favorites. The draw is at five to two uh, plus two fifty, um, and Manchester City are twenty three to seventeen uh, plus one thirty five. Um, so yeah, Manchester City uh, closed to within. Uh, three points, I think, having beaten Villa at the weekend. So Manchester City can go top um, if they win this game on Wednesday. Arsenal will still have a game in hand, but Arsenal is wobbling just a little bit. One point from the last two games against Everton and Brentford is not the kind of return you want if you're going to win a Premier League title. Manchester City is still really, really hard to judge for me. Um, again, I learned nothing watching them on Sunday They were considerably better than Villa, which you'd expect. Still look like score uh, conceding on occasions. My concern here with Manchester City is their last two away games against kind of decent Oppo Oppo that fits into this framework um, where they lost 1-0 to Tottenham and they lost 2-1 to Manchester United. Um, So on those form lines, Arsenal, I think, would be the play. Um, My handicap is that... Four of Arsenal's last five games have had under two and a half goals. Um, Manchester City, in these big games recently, 1-0 loss of Tottenham, 1-0 win against Arsenal in the Cup. Uh, Chelsea, 1-0 quite recently as well. So these similar sort of games where they're not rolling over Aston Villas and Wolves and shit like that um, – have all been very, very tight, so on similar levels they've all been tight games for both teams. Um, under 2.5 bars, plus 100, even money. That's going to be my pick. And I think it's, I mean, it's, uh, the, the over's juice because I think people just assume both of these teams have got goals in them, but it's going to be very tight uh, and I fancy the unders, Bas.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, it is a tricky one handicap. It's a massive game, isn't it? As you say, City can move top and even with that game in hand, it's suddenly just It's a psychological blow for Arsenal, isn't it? That they've been reeled in, I suppose. Um, No winning three for Arsenal if you include the 1-0 defeat to City in the Cup. Um, As you say, defeat to Everton following that with a draw Brentford. So they've only scored one in the last three games as well, Arsenal. So again, pointing to your bet, you know, where they have been sort of free-flowing, scoring plenty of goals, I think they might be slightly concerned at the fact they've only scored three, uh, only scored one in those last three games. Um... City looked a bit better in the first half against Villa, a bit more clinical, put the game to bed by half-time. Holland did go off injured, and I'm, I'm assuming we haven't heard much, so I'm assuming it's just a precaution. He would he sort of holding his thigh a little bit after a knock against the keeper, uh, and I'd imagine it's 3-0 up at half-time. They just thought, let's just sit you out and, and have your fresh for midweek. Um. So, yeah, we did have the 1-0 recently to City. Obviously, that was at City rather than Arsenal. Um. Obviously, they haven't been at the best lately, but they've still won four of the last five, including that win against Arsenal. Spurs games the only defeat amongst those. Um, I struggled a little. I, I wasn't sure where to go. I didn't like the goals um, either. I haven't, I haven't backed the unders, but I wasn't a massive fan of the, the prices for goals. So, looked at the money line picks. I think Arsenal, for me, have been the best side in the league this season. Hugely consistent until recently, playing good football. But I still think on paper this City team and squad is is still the best in the league. Uh, they've been in these situations before, chasing teams down in the past, and they won't be phased by the fact they're behind. and And they'll, they'll they'll have a sniff of it in their sights now, you know, that they can get right back in it and pile the pressure on. Yeah, I think when you get an eleven to eight for City, good sort of plus money in a game that's so big for them and a game that we've seen them sort of come out on top of before, uh, and just that little bit of a wobble as you say from Arsenal. Um, you know, Arsenal fans won't make too much of those three games, but as I said last week before the Brentford game, it was the first time all season they'd lost lost two on the bounce. Um, so it is a definite. It's a it's a it's a blip in their form, uh, and I think eleven eight for City is, is worth a point, It's a decent price. I'll take City to win it, and I'm thinking very similar to the the last game. Similar to the year, I think it'll be a close one nil win or something like that. Uh, I did write also possibly potential just with a. High pressure situation of it all might be a little bit of a fiery one. Um, so much at stake, and if it does turn out to be a tight game, the pressure might build a little bit and it might, might get a few cards going. Um, so I look back at sort of that similar game in terms of that the Spurs game when that was tight 1 0 to Spurs in that one, seven cards in that game. Um, and I just feel if it is 1 nil either way. I can see it getting a little bit fiery and that, you know, and yeah. um, possibly worth a look. The lanes at four and a half, so it is, you know, four and a half. So it is a high lane. It's it, it's it's not a, it's not always easy to get the five cards in, but at five to six, four and a half cards, I'm going to take a little punt on that and maybe get up the ladder a bit. Take the over five and a half, six and a half, and hope they kick the shit out of each other in the second half, you know. <laughs> oh, I like so, that actually, Baz. You, you know, Arsenal yeah. like fucking right whinging cunts as well. And if they send more than three people at the referee a couple of times, Malcolm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean, so get on the cards as well, definitely. But yeah, City for me, but but definitely keeping a look out of the, the cards market in that one. I might have a little look at some player card markets, possibly. Um, and if I do, I'll go on the Discord channel with. Uh, any of those picks on the on the night?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of candidates. Um, I had not considered the cards, Angle Baz, but I absolutely agree with you. There's a lot of candidates in the uh, Granacheco party, people like that, um, who will pick up a card. So, um, so next, that's the only Prem game of the week, but the Champions League's back, so we've had a little uh, meander into Europe this week. So it's the round of sixteen, and there's. Four games this week, and there'll be four games uh next week. Uh Tuesday night. Uh eight o'clock kickoffs these are so three PM Eastern Time. Uh AC Milan against Tottenham Hotspur. Um AC Milan are thirteen to nine plus one forty five. The draw is eleven to five plus two twenty. Tottenham are two to one.
1: Um Baz, what did you uh, make of this one? Yeah, you've, you've thrown me off uh, kilter here with your fucking non-chronological order, because I'd gone AC Milan Spurs first. and Yeah, well that's what I've just last. done. Last, do you know what I mean? No, because you've chucked me off. Oh, in
0: terms me. of it, right, okay. I've
1: well, we Wednesday and now back to Tuesday and now I'm having to... I've f- done it in order like- of... Taller. This is the Premier League gambling podcast, Baz, so, so we've handicapped the Premier League game. I prefer chronological just for future reference. Keep it keep it in in date order, you know. So if someone wants to listen to the first half of our podcast tomorrow, they'll get our Tuesday picks and then, you know what I mean? Shut up. you fucked it up, basically. Yeah, anyway, get on with it. <laughs> Milan, I uh, currently sit fifth in Syria. Uh, they started strongly this season, but have really, really struggled to find their way since the World Cup so the one at the weekend 1-0 against Torino I think it was uh, that ended a four game losing streak and a six game winless streak um, so they're really really not in good form in the league uh, they qualified here finishing second in a group with Chelsea top, Salzburg and Dynamo making up the numbers third and fourth, they had three one wins but, uh, three wins sorry one draw and two defeats in the group stage Two of those defeats, the two defeats came against Chelsea. I lost 2-0 to Chelsea in the home leg, 3-0 at Chelsea. They are leaking goals. No team in the top 10 in Serie A have conceded more goals than them. I think they've conceded 30 so far in the league. Nice stat, bars. I like that. Spurs, we know, are wildly inconsistent. Um, beating Man City one week, well beaten by Leicester the next. I do think Spurs can get on the goals here um, and at least make a tie of it in this first leg. Those Chelsea results stick to mind showing you know the English team, despite Chelsea not having had a great season this year, were able to put five past them over two games. Conte knows these these Italian sides well enough from his time at Juve. I've got, you know, that might have a bit of a bit of impact, know how to play them. Um, the AC Milan 1-0 win against Torino at the weekend was their first clean sheet since well before the World Cup. Um so, I had a look at things like the both teams to score at four to five. I don't mind that. Uh, but then I looked on at the anytime scorer market and I decided to go with that. I'm going with Kane um, against a team who are struggling at the back. Um, Kane looks a good price at, at around eight to five. It's, it's plus it's 160. Um, and I think Spurs will get in amongst the goals. Um, and at plus money, you know, over plus one, uh, yeah, plus 160. I think it's a decent price. So, I'm going to go take Kane anytime goal scorer in this one.
0: Okay. Um, well, my handicap was exactly everything you just said, Baz. So I'm not going to repeat any of that. Um, and I came down on one of the bets that you mentioned: both teams to score for me. Um, Milan struggling, Tottenham inconsistent, um, and yeah, both teams have got a goal in them. Like so, yeah, four to five, minus one twenty, uh, minus one twenty-five. sorry, for both teams to score, uh, Milan versus Tottenham. Uh, the other Tuesday night game, 8 p.m., 3 p.m. Eastern, is PSG against Bayern Munich. PSG eight to five plus one sixty. The draw is thirteen to five plus two sixty, and Bayern Munich are fourteen to nine and plus one fifty five. So PSG uh, finished second behind Benfica. And must have been on some sort of countback buzz. They had the exact same record, fourteen points from six games. Yeah. Uh, with the same goal difference or so
1: maybe head-to-head record, yellow head-to-head. cards? I think head-to-head record would come in. I don't know what the yeah. head-to-head was for them though. I'm assuming it was probably draw,
0: two draws. That uh, came out of a really, really high score scoring group, that one. Both teams to score hit in 10 out of 12 of those group matches. Um, the five points clear in the league. Um, obviously, a bit of a farmer's league, as we all know. There's only two two wins in the last five games, however... And there are two defeats in that spot as well. Really, really hard to weigh up PSG. Um, both teams to score has landed four games in a row for them. Uh, Bayern Munich won their group six out of six wins. Uh, they knocked Barcelona out, scored 18 goals, conceded two. Uh, they're one point clear in the Bundesliga of uh, Union Berlin. Uh, they've won the last two after a little wobble of three draws in a row. Uh, and again, both teams to score hit four of their last five. Um, so that was my initial reaction let's go and look at the both teams to score but the bookies have spotted that too, it's way too short minus 200, over two and a half goals it's the same, um, so I think Baz, I'm going to take Bayern Munich for the win, I just, I think their form's more reliable than PSG, PSG have thrown in the odd shocker against quite poor domestic teams, um, Munich is sweeping all before them at the minute, they're in great form, so uh, Munich for the win plus 155, Baz
1: yeah, I don't mind that. So, Munich win. You like the both teams to score. That'll that'll fit in fine with me where I'm going. I've got similar stuff. PSG not in great form lately, despite being five points top uh, at the top of the league. We've just lost back to back games for the first time this season. They lost three one to Monaco in the league at the weekend. I followed a defeat in the cup to Marseille two one. And since the World Cup, the, the league forms only four wins out of eight, with three defeats and a drawing amongst that. Um, so they're not setting the world on fire at the moment. Um, they did only finish second, as you see it, in, in a group that was Benfica, top of there. I mean, obviously, UV So it was a tough, tough group with Benfica and UV in there. Um, I said... Buying, as you say, they've you've, you've mentioned their record, six from six, and, and I've got the same thing. They stuttered after the return, three 1 1 draws, but they followed it with three wins on the bounce and scored 11 goals in those last three games as well. So I do also lean towards buying here. It's a two legged affair, so they don't need the win necessarily, but I can see them getting involved on the goals as most teams seem, seem to do against PSG at the moment. Looking back at the sort of group games, you know, they beat Barcelona 2 0 and 3 0. Um, to go to the new camp and score three against Barcelona's defense, who are really, really strong this year, tells me you can back them confidently to get goals anywhere. Um, and as I say, PSG don't look like keeping lots of clean sheets at the moment. So I've gone with Bayern also, but I've took them on the over one point five team goals. Uh, it's ten to eleven for Bayern to score two or more. Um, I've also said I'm going to push that up. I'll have a little sprinkle on the over two and a half at around three to one. Probably some smaller stakes get up the ladder a little bit. It's not a it's not a huge confidential confidence on the ladder, but but I like the one and a half, uh, two and a half. I just think it could be a, a goal, a game with quite a few goals in it, um, and I'm I'm back and buying to get two of them at least.
0: Okay, so Bazazz ladders uh, is back Wednesday nights, uh, eight o'clock, three o'clock Eastern. Uh, Borussia Dortmund against Chelsea. Uh, Dortmund are 13 to 9 plus 145. The draw is 23 to 10, plus 230.
1: Chelsea 19 to 10, plus 190. Baz Dortmund, Chelsea. Well, you've knocked it out. Why is it Dortmund, Chelsea, and not Bruges v Benfica? Surely we'll go alphabetical order now, Malcolm. Borussia Dortmund, Club Bruges My 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 app here. Oh, what alphabet you use it? Club, Club Bruges against Dortmund. Uh, my my app's got the uh, thingy. Oh. anyway, I'll I'll move down. You know, don't worry. I'll scroll again if you're, you're making us do a lot of scrolling tonight. Like Fucking you
0: You're infuriating uh, me, Buzz. I'm, I know. I, I like to do that though. You deserve yeah. it. Uh, right, Dortmund just...
1: currently sitting third in Bundesliga. Just three points behind Bayern in the league. Our current form has seen them put pressure on at the top. Six wins from six in all competitions since the Christmas uh, break. Uh, Scoring 17 in those six games. So they're scoring a lot of goals at the moment. Finished second behind Man City in the group stage. Seeing off Sevilla and Copenhagen in that group. Uh, And they were unbeaten at home in the group stage. City failed to score against them in a 0-0. Which was obviously their toughest game. I think they drew with Sevilla, beat Copenhagen at home. Um, Chelsea come into the back of this off three straight draws. Don't really look like winning games at the moment, Chelsea. Just two wins from nine in all competitions since the World Cup. They, they came against Palace and Bournemouth, um, who, as I've said, are, are pretty shit. Um, Chelsea did top their group, seeing off Milan, <laughs> Salzburg, and Zagreb. Um, so it was a fairly, fairly. Fucking, it was a favourite group, let's say. Even the form of the two sides, I think 6-4 to four Dortmund is attractive at home. Um, as I say, Dortmund won six on the bounce in all competitions. Um, I did look at the goals and, and couldn't really get a bit of a steer. Dortmund games are usually full of them. Uh, always with a, a few in at the other end also. But the Chelsea form has seen the Unders hit four in a row now at the moment. So I, I, I just couldn't... I think there could be goals in it. Uh, I, think, I think Dortmund might win it. Chelsea probably will get on the score sheet, and I have got a score I pick later on that, that fits into this game. Uh, but I'm sticking with Dortmund. I think it's 6 to 4 Dortmund at home in the current form against the Chelsea side who aren't winning games. Uh, 6 to 4 Dortmund's a pick for me.
0: Okay. Um, I got the same pick, Bas uh, Dortmund to win on the money line was my but But um, like you say, they won five in a row, scoring 15 goals. I just think that Chelsea, even though they played a little, they played okay at the weekend. And um, It still wasn't for an entire match. They're still going to struggle to put it together. Um, and that was against West Ham. Dortmund's a different proposition. They're really good at home. Um, they're an excellent team. They're in great form. And although Chelsea showed a few, um, say, green shoots, I watched Enzo Fernand as he played well. I thought Joe Felix was excellent. They still can't put it together for the whole game. And I don't think that's going to be good enough um, on Wednesday night against this Dortmund team. So, Confidence, Confidence selection so Fernandez, for me.
1: Can, can Fernandes play in this? I can't even think if he. Oh, no idea, but eligible. I doubt he like it. it. He come from Benfica, didn't he? I know. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I'm. I'm assuming he's cup tied, but I'm not. not entirely sure how the rules work on the Champions League. But uh, yeah, I know oh, they'd again.
0: left out. They'd
1: left out Aubameyang and uh,
0: some other Padilla people one not yeah. really
1: they, they couldn't fit them all in because they've got 65 1st first-team players. Mm, yeah. Uh, hungover right. barry's
0: taking uh, taking no prisoners tonight with this handicap and World record amount of swears coming out of hungover barry tonight. It's a good effort, yeah. Um, right. Champions League, uh, alphabetical starts with a C. This one, Buzz Club Bruges, um, against Benfica. Club Bruges are Burlington, Bertie, 130 plus 333. The draws 11 to 4 plus 275. And Benfica are 5 to 6 minus 120. Um, Bruges with surprising uh, second place in their group Uh, they won three out of six games took advantage of Atletico Madrid's poor run uh, to get out of the group here Um, Benfica topped that group over PSG uh, which on count back which you just talked about they won four and drew two of their six games Bruges are fourth in the league in Belgium 20 points off the top however Genk are absolutely running away with that one Um, and they've drawn five of the last six games and they're really hard to recommend Bruges in any all-known uh, current form. Um, I would struggle to recommend Bruges. Benfica, five points clear in their league. Won five of the last six games, uh, all to nil as well. Uh, those five wins have all come with clean sheets. So for me, pretty straightforward, Buzz has to be Benfica on the money line, five to six, minus 120.
1: Like it. Um, Thank you. We're, we're, we're singing from the same hymn sheet tonight. Like right? on a lot of yeah, um, I've got the same as you. Bruce sitting in fourth, but they're in terrible form in the league. Um, just one win in the last ten games now for a team sitting in fourth. That's pretty astonishing, isn't it, to be hanging on to, to sort of European places with that sort of form? But um, as you say, Champions League progress. They, they finished second behind Porto, ahead of Leverkusen. Not there go. So it's a real success for them getting out of that group. Massive achievement for a team like them highlighting the group that did beat four-one, 4-0 win sorry, over Porto and a 2-0 win against Atletico Madrid. Um, I think this will be the end of the road for them, though. They're, they're just not in form, as you say, hard to recommend. Benfica sitting top of the league, scored 51 in 20 games. They've conceded just 12 goals in the league and they've won oh. the last four games, league games to nil. Um, as you say, they've got a lot of clean sheets in amongst that in recent form. I just think there is similar to you, in of form. The two teams leads me to conclude Benfica are just a good price at five to six. Um, I, I like the same price for them to score two or more as well, but I'll, I'll take Benfica on the money line, five to six. Yeah, sometimes, Baz. It's, uh, it,
0: it's pretty straightforward. Like, um, Okay, one more game we thought we'd look at. We dipped into the Europa League because this is a, a clash of the giants, a heavyweight Europa League clash on Thursday night. Uh, it's early kick-off there, it's 5.30, uh, which uh, would be at 12.30, five, 5.45, uh, so 12.45 Eastern time. So we won't get caught out by the early kick-off on Thursday. Uh, Barcelona against Manchester United, where Barcelona are 3-4 to favourites at home, minus one thirty-three. The draws at 3-1 and Manchester United are Burton and Bertie, 130 plus 3.33. Um, Bars, Barcelona, Manchester United, good sounding game, what do
1: you think? Um, probably probably not that exciting in the end is what I think uh, but we'll see uh, Barcelona have not lost since Bayern beat them back in October um, going a long long way back now for the last defeat six league wins and six since the World Cup Four nil, one 1-0 wins. Four one nil wins in amongst those last six games. You um, the only won the lost pass was the one you tipped over to, one, not, uh, you took the unders. Yeah, you managed so to. Unders, jinx them. And it was it was nil nil at sixty minutes, looking like it was cruising, and then an own goal in the dying minutes <laughs> cost me, didn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, low scoring, lots of clean sheets. Um, they're eleven clear at the top of the league at this stage. Is 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 pretty. Um, Pretty Impressive given the, you know the, the other contenders around them. Um, they've only still only conceded seven goals in, in 21 games. Yeah, um, it, that's, it's just an unbelievable defensive record. That I mean, we know Man United have been in good form lately, no defeat in the last six. But look at their the recent run of games, they've played Leeds twice, they've played Forest twice. You know, this is all competitions. Uh, Palace twice, played Redden in the cup. And the only real test they had in those last eight games was Arsenal and they lost that one 3 two. Um, I, I like Barcelona and this home leg in particular, uh, they're around 3-4. to four. Um, But uh, my play I think will have to be the Unders, I think it's worth taking. It's 11-10 to 10 plus money. Barcelona really, really strong defensively, as I say, four 1-0 wins in recent games. I think also Man United will just be very happy to try and keep this game tight. Um and get them back to Old Trafford and take their chances. I think Man U will, will, will fancy their chances if they can go go to Old Trafford, Old Square with a nil nil or a one one or something like that. Um, so I'm not. I don't think it's a game where Man U will be all out, all out the track trying to steal a win here. Um, so the unders for me eleven to ten. I'm going to I'm going to play the unders. Yeah. um you've laid out the case for Barcelona there. I mean,
0: anyone with half an eye can, can make the case for Barcelona. That league record is outstanding the defensive record, exactly. Um, I'm still not buying Man United bars, I think, um, and I'm still going to, I still will make money off fading them because they're always too prohibitively priced and if they make a mess of one in every four games, um, I'm going to end up doing okay with them, which is what I did against Crystal Palace, Leeds to score first last week. Um Casemiro will be available to play. Um, he's banned domestically, but not in European competition, so he can play, which will make a difference and will help keeping that score down. Uh, midfield general there. I do like Barcelona. Like I say, I'm kind. I'm not out on Man U, but I'm just still happy to fade them. Uh, what I did was Baz, kind of similar to you. I like, I like Barcelona, but I've tagged on the under four goals, um, yeah. and that puts that up to a yeah. I knew you would have considered that. I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, before you before you give your pick out that's a price of 17 to 10 plus 170 so Barcelona to win the game in under four goals so something like a 2-1 Barcelona win Uh, 2-0 1-0 something along those lines yeah that'll do us both fine Baz
1: yeah a lot of of, uh, similar similar thoughts on these games this week uh, then
0: absolutely and that uh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls you've got some uh, that's got us to the end of the six the six games. You've got some other stuff. I've got no other
1: stuff, but too
0: over. I've got, got no parlays, no goal that's What you yeah,
1: got? Yeah, I haven't got a parlay at the moment. Um If I'd had a bit more time and wasn't rough as fuck today, I might have looked at the, <laughs> the. I was looking at the Champions League and the League One stuff. The, uh, sorry, Championship and League One stuff. Looking for a goals bet, so there might be a parlay. I'll stick that in Discord, or I might stick it on Twitter if I do come up with something tomorrow night. I might try and look for something to get across the two nights on the goals front. Uh, the only thing I did pick out was uh, a goals bet, a, a, a goal scorer bet, where I just think the price is is, is really good value. Um, and it does come in the chelsea Dortmund game, and although I've uh, gone with Dortmund as my player, I think João Felix is worth a look in the Chelsea game. I think he's looked really good in the two-game. Is he allowed game. to play? Ah, well. It's the same as Enzo Fernandes, is Yeah, it? yeah he must have. I'm assuming so, because I've looked at the price. There's a price. Oh, right. Is he right. Is he priced up? So, yeah. And, and I'm almost certain, because it did mention um, the three additions. Were, Chelsea could only add three. Right, okay. To the Champions League squad, and Joe Felix was one of them. So, so yes, he can play. He um, scored at the weekend, didn't he, against West Ham? Um, his stats against West Ham what were good. He was, um, you know, XG 0.64, which is an all-right for an individual player. Two shots on target. Yeah. Um, good good stats and similar the game before that, what was the game when he got sent off um, Fulham, Fulham was the game I think he had an XG in that game of something like 0.85 just for himself alone and he only played 60 minutes because he was sent off um, I think he looks good, I think he's, he's going to be, a, I think he could be a key player for, for them going forward and he's 3-1 to one for an any time goal um, and I just think that's a big price and worth a punt Um as I say, for, for no other reason than, than the price, is, I think it's good value. He it, it, it looks good. He looks like he's going to be the one that will get the chances for them, score the goals when they need them. Um, so if Chelsea do get on the score sheet, I think João jo Felix at 3-1 to one is, is definitely worth a punt this week. OK, nice. Um, I'm looking forward to, where, uh, like I say, the, the, the European stuff's not
0: really been on my radar for a few years just because I didn't have BT and... It Had nothing to do with Newcastle, um, so I'm looking forward to getting back into this and learning more about. It. I think the Discord channel because the likes of Joel and uh, all the other faces, Captain Insano and um, Young Lee and, and Brian and everybody like that are pretty shrewd on this European stuff. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, picking some picks up. Uh, I think that's the, the thing
1: about the Discord, isn't it? There's lots of people with different specialities, so we've got, yeah, yeah, we've got the Italian serial likes he's Italian football. As you say, Joel um, likes his Germans. There's um, Brian. Brian likes his Spanish football. Lenny, Lenny's all over the Mexican, South American stuff. Isn't he? <laughs> hey, go there's, on, there's Lenny. Everything. So any time of day, for some football, off someone in that Discord channel knows <laughs> the stuff about those leagues. So so you can get involved in a bit of everything. Um, so yeah, it is a is good good place to be for for the ex- for the stuff that's not our bread and butter. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a good week. Um, we'll be back on Thursday. We've got a full slate of Premier League action over the weekend. Um, I am Barry, going to have a rocket lolly and then go to bed. That's what right. I'm going to I'm
1: do. Just a uh, bit of lifestyle stuff. I'm wondering what you've got oh. planned tomorrow for the big day,
0: Malcolm. Oh, oh, so, oh yeah, what uh the old valentine's day baz do you mean
1: valentine's day i, am I imagine
0: you'll be uh spending an hour blowing up heart shaped balloons and stuff the minute we get
1: God, yeah, all, all of that you know me proper casanova uh, you got any well, plans you proper any casanova thing? the issue i've got baz
0: is that it's the uh it's the it department's birthday today so i've got to go back to back do you know what i mean yeah that's, that's, um uh, so even last night i forgot to write a card and anything so i had to message um i had to message betty from your house and say oh listen can you write the cards put them out put my card somewhere where i'm going to see it when i come in full of beer It's half past four in the morning so she did and even then like so all the presents and that were laid out and i put me beer pong trophy right in the middle of all the presents like pride of place you know because i was feeling myself full of beer um so, I've gone through that today, and I'll be honest with you, Baz, I haven't got a single thing prepared for tomorrow.
1: Good. Well, here's we, we were driving back today, so from Super Bowl party, we had the three-hour journey home. Me, Kieran, and Josh in the car, all just yep. realising we've got no card, no, cousin, <laughs> no nothing. So, the team fucking journey stopped off at Waitrose on the way back. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. The three-course meal for twenty. Yeah. a bottle of Prosecco thrown in, so we've all turned up with fucking steaks and desserts and wine and that is the easiest cord, thing to do in it because you really, can just stick it in the oven fair, normally we we generally don't don't buy anything for valentine's day and no. i'll just say look i'll get you a card and i'll cook you a nice meal because i like cooking anyway so I'll get a couple of nice steaks in she can make a dessert i'll make a meal so that's generally the thing but last year it, this is a for last year it was on the monday so we had super bowl party sunday I drive back Monday, fucking pissed as a fart. I've got no card, no (laughs) present, no nothing. And what did she bought me? Fucking Michelin star meal. Oh, you went to that. With plant and taste and everything. You went to that curry house in Birmingham, didn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't call the curry house. It was a bit, no. a bit more refined than that. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was a was a lavish gift somewhere I'd wanted to go for years and years. And she absolutely put me to shame and rinsed me for that for the whole year. Like, yeah. I so I, so I should have upped my game this year and got her something, uh, but I haven't. All I've got her is a fucking beef bourguignon and fucking a few of their cheese souffle or something like that. So,
0: I did buzz yesterday. Which you really quite you you like this? Obviously, you say it was the birthday, and I hadn't been out to get a birthday cake or anything, so I made it and and she's gone on about. I don't know if you're familiar with this from from school school dinners, the cornflake cake tart, a cornflake, yeah, cornflake tart. tart, yeah yeah yeah, right like okay. with the so not the chocolate nesty one. Do you know what I mean? I know but, what you
1: mean. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you mean.
0: It's like golden, so, or something like that exactly sort of like flapjacks. So I made one of them yesterday. Afternoon loads of butter, golden syrup. I had some maple syrup as well. Um, layered it out with a layer of jam in the middle and um, stuck a candle in that. She got that today and she said it was absolutely delicious. Was the cornflake tart? So, uh,
1: my, my missus likes a cornflake tart similar to throwback to the old school dinners. That was her favorite school pudding, oh, yeah. Um, so, Helen does occasionally make a cornflake tart for the kids and stuff like that. It's not my kind of thing, I'm not much of a dessert man to be honest. No, but uh,
0: cornflake uh, tart I like it. I'm just hoping there's nothing for me tomorrow because there'll be nothing for her. That's
1: the thing, isn't it? I'm perfectly fine with if we just both don't buy anything. It's just... And I I said this in the corner way down. I said, if she buys me anything, it's not out of any fucking case of love or affection. Yeah. It's It's purely to shame me. Yeah. So she can say, I got you something and you didn't get me something. That's the fucking reason, like... So yeah, it's one-upmanship shipping it. Because to be fair, the gift you got last year was absolutely top class, the best meal I've ever been for my life. We look forward to it all year round. It wasn't, we didn't go to like October, but it was fucking absolutely immense. Oh, yeah. but Yeah, when you bought a nothing and she pulls out a five hundred pound footing voucher for restaurant and wine tastings and all of this lot, shame. Ten minutes, ten
0: minutes ago, I wasn't worried,
1: Baz at all, and now I am. You've I you've got me on edge here. Yeah. I haven't learned from my mistake. I've got a card, like so. If you haven't got that then at least i've trumped you
0: yeah well, i could make one now couldn't i mm. <laughs> pasta shapes or something stick a bit of bit of glue would we'll be all right um yeah. right cheers buzz uh if you're uh if any of the listeners want to let us know their valentine's plans uh, by all means uh you can do that um right good solid hour Baz. um had a great weekend lots of winners thank you for uh Feeding me and getting me drunk last night. Very much appreciated. Um, Hope everybody has a good week. Good luck with all your picks. Usual place. You know exactly where to find us. Lightweight review, etc. We're back on Thursday. Until then, we will see you down the road.